welcome back to Faith Life John Journey. <laughs> Let's try it again. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome back to Faith Life Journey with Anna and Lola. Um, we're so excited to have you here listening to our crazy self. <laughs> I think it's Vicky. She's she's going crazy. She yes. Goes, hey, hey, hey. That's her always starting it. But today's topic, we are going to be talking about what works for her does not work for me. Yo, you know, we could have done like a, a cool intro, like Never forget mind. about it. <laughs> Let's forget about so, it. Yes. Serious. But yes, today's topic is what works for you does not work for me. It sure does not. So I was reading 1 Corinthians chapter 8. And um, yeah, so as I was reading it, the Holy Spirit started like downloading some stuff to me. So I was talking to Lola That's about it. And uh, interesting when the Holy Spirit downloads stuff to you. But go yeah, ahead. Like you just came in deep like this. Like, I oh know. my gosh. I was no, like, no, what no, kind like, of voice is, is that? That is the Holy Spirit. Like, <laughs> Hey, my child, I'm going to download some good nuggets for you today. Your life is going to be changed. Well, you know what? I'm like, glad that the Holy Spirit does not, Spirit. my Holy Spirit does not sound like that. <laughs> okay. What okay. does the Holy Spirit tell you, Anna? Yes. So I was reading that and I tell you, the title says food sacrifice to idols, right? Mm -hmm. And let me just read it quickly to us. It's kind of, let me read from verse uh, six it says but for us there is one god the father by whom all things were created and for whom we live and there is one lord jesus christ through whom all things were created and through whom we live however verse seven now all believers know this sorry not all believers know this some are accustomed to thinking of idols as being real so when they eat food that has been offered to idols they think of it as the worship of real gods and they are yeah. weak and their weak consciences are violated. It is true that we can't win God's approval by what we eat. Yep. We don't lose anything if I'm not even going. Mm. Okay, we don't lose okay. anything if we don't eat it, and we don't gain anything if we do. Mm -hmm. Verse nine. But you must be careful so that your freedom. Mm -hmm. Listen up, people. Mm -hmm. Verse nine. Let mm -hmm. me read it again. Yep. But you must be careful, be careful so that your freedom does not cause others with a weaker conscience to stumble. I'm gonna park it right there. All right. And let's digest that one. Let's chew it up, girl. So meaning. <laughs> Lola, who's been a Christian for 5,000 years, don't go do something that you're comfortable doing mm -hmm. where you and God have an agreement with. And Anna, who just became a Christian like yesterday, does the same thing mm -hmm. and then falls into sin. Yes, exactly. So in this passage, um, Paul, uh, like the people in Corinth asked Paul, they wrote a letter, um, they were asking questions like, okay, what are we supposed to do with some people are eating food that are sacrificed to um, idols? Yep. Keep in mind, Paul is very spiritually spiritual. Sp spiritually spiritual. He, he's yes. like the most spiritual person <laughs> in the Bible. Yeah, so he has a full understanding of spiritual things. Yep. So to him, it makes no difference whether you eat the food or you do not because yeah. God, that does not move God. That does not, you know, change anything. However, he's saying that if you believe in your conscience that it is wrong, then don't, don't do, do it. it. Just because he's okay with it doesn't mean that you should be okay with it, especially if your conscience is telling you not to. 
So let's bring it in. So if Lola is okay with um, eating the food, but wow, I'm not okay with it. Eating the food, sacrifice. <laughs> because, like idols. you said, you've been. Oh, girl, please. You've been a Christian girl, for 5,000 years. Please. But yes, if I eat the food. And um, if she doesn't eat the food, or if she eats the food and feels like it's okay, but I, in my conscience, I feel like it's wrong. But because I see her eating it and I go ahead and eat it, then I have sinned yeah. because in my conscience, I knew that that was wrong or I felt like that was wrong. So, and if you read further down, Paul was telling them that, you know what, if, let me use Lola and I as an example. He's basically telling Lola, like, look, if you eating that food is going to cause Anna to stumble and eat it, that means cause her to sin. Then guess what? You can't eat it. Don't eat it. Like, it's as simple as that. So you don't cause anybody else to sin. But see, that's really bad for me, especially if I like rare steak and you say, <laughs> oh, I can't eat steak because it has the blood in it. Then I am, I feel like as a human being, you are trampling on my rights because... I'm trying to help you be a better okay, Christian. Okay, good. As a human being or as a Christian, a Christ follower, which one comes first? D that's not the point. <laughs> that is not the point. We're talking about steak here. We're talking about no, steak. No, We're talking about steak. no. So basically, <laughs> God or uh, uh, um, God, yeah, God wants us to leave our life as an example. Sure. But we have to be careful what we tell other Christians, especially baby Christians, yeah. uh, what we tell them to do. Yes, and I think that before we had we started, I was talking to her about this. If I want to wear, you know, a pair of shorts, and I'm perfectly fine with doing that, and me and God have an agreement where I'm perfectly comfortable, and someone looks at me who's a new Christian and says. <gasps> God says you should cover your whole body while you're wearing shorts. Cover up those sexy legs, legs, girl. Sexy legs. Thank you very much, <laughs> by the way. But yes, God says cover up those legs. It is my inherent Christian duty, mm -hmm. right? We're not talking about human duty right, right now. We're saying your inherent Christian duty to help bring up the new Christians so that they don't sin. Mm -hmm. They would also get to the point where they're with God in a relationship where God is like, Ooh. you can wear shorts. She said the key word like, right there. Hey, I'm wearing shorts, but they're in that relationship. Right. So the key word is relationship. Like you have to have your own personal yeah. relationship with God. So the revelation that the Holy Spirit gave me when I was reading that, man, I am so ill prepared. I should have brought that when I wrote down, but let me try to remember. Here's so basically, lady, bear with her, please. <laughs> so basically, um, the Holy Spirit was telling me that, look, everyone is different. Yes. We all have our individual unique relationship with the Lord. Yep. So the way that God deals with, um, Lola is different from how he deals with me. Mm -hmm. Um, think about like your early children, for those of us who have kids or your nieces or your nephew, or even your, you, your siblings. Yeah, your siblings. The way you, your parents treated you and your sibling were different because you guys have a different personality. Like my girls, one is an introvert, one is an extrovert. I do not treat them the same way because they are different. Yeah. So it's the same way that God does not treat us the same way. It takes a personal relationship yeah. with him. 
And one thing that, and this is so dear to me because when I first started off in my intimate journey with the Lord, I was doing what every Dick and Harry was doing. Yes, that's wrong. Oh, <laughs> Every Tom, Dick, and Harry was doing. Happy? Yeah, very happy. Thank you. Um, But I was getting frustrated. For example, fasting. Oh, Lord. I hate fasting. Don't quote me. Don't. If you love fasting, please go ahead and do it. Again. Girl, we have to fast. Okay? It's a spiritual discipline. Yes. But, yes, fasting. You know, I was... um, Every time I hear somebody say, oh, you know what? I fasted for three days and God gave me a financial breakthrough. Oh, I fasted for seven days and I only drank water. And God came in and mightily and worked mightily in my situation. You, in the first couple of weeks, she lost a lot of weight from <laughs> fasting. I'm Continue. telling you, like I did so much fasting and I struggled. I struggled because guess what? The grace was not there. At that time. At that time, yeah. Because your relationship just started. Right, but besides that, because that was not God's instruction for me. He didn't tell me to go fast for seven days. She was on a hunger strike. (laughs) That's basically what it boiled down to. But you lost weight, so that was good either way. I know, right? But now I've gained a bag, but you know. Oh, wow. Let's go back. (laughs) Now she only fasts when God tells her Exactly. To fast. Like, I don't do what I see. And don't get me wrong, okay? There are people who will come to you and say, you know what? The Lord told me that you need to do this, this, this. That is fine. However, let me encourage you or advise you to go back to the presence of the Lord and ask yes. him. Like, Lord, I got this um, revelation. revelation or instruction. Um that i should do this yeah should i do it how do you want me to do it when do you want me to do it you Um, know six to twelve is probably okay instead of six to six (laughs) but you know it's all about you no you gotta you you gotta stretch your spiritual muscles okay hey i am i will be the first person to tell you that my relationship with god is uh there's a lot of compromise where i compromise a lot because if if it was the other way around, knock, 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 knock. I just public service it. announcement. That is why God right now is dealing with her with several things. That okay, is good. That God is good. not gonna let you get away with it. So don't listen to her. Which reminds me or brings me to what I want to say next is we as Christians have to be careful yes. what we model for somebody. That's just true. the same way you have to be careful what you receive. Yeah. Don't go telling somebody like, you know what? I stood on my head and I danced <laughs> like this and I jumped <laughs> rope this, this, and then I prayed on top of it and boom, and God boom, you know, did it. $5 no, okay? That, there's no one formula for, for everybody. For everybody. Yeah. God, Don't put God in a box. Like, It is all different, okay? Yeah. And also, like, think about it. Even when you're working out, right, or you're on a diet, mm-hmm. they tell you everybody's body is different. You cannot get the same results from doing the same right. thing as everybody else, right? right. Mm-hmm. And that also leads me to, to think that everybody's relationship with God is different. Right. My relationship with Anna is different from all of her relationships with other people. Right. Right. We might all be friends, but... Knowing the the behavior and the traits of other people helps you form a better and deeper relationship with them. Mm -hmm. So if you don't have that relationship with God, then you can't go back to him and say, hey, Lola told me that you told her to tell me Mm -hmm. to go on a 20-day fast, but you're thinking, Lord, I've never fasted in my life. Right. But maybe I just woke up one day and say, you know what? The Lord is telling me Lola to fast. And I thought, hmm, let me go tell Anna, Mm -hmm. you know? She loves to fast, so let's do this together. And 
I will fast and I will get what God has for me. Mm -hmm. But she's only going to get hunger strike and right. losing weight. And then I come back and say, oh my goodness, that does not work. Fasting does not work. Doing this does not work. Girl, say, listen you, up. You lost weight. So no, that's, that's it's like, thing. look, the first thing I will ask you is, did God tell you to do that? Yeah, no, he didn't tell you to do that. So exactly. don't say it does not work. That's the mistake that we make. Oh, and that's yeah. it, it breaks my heart to, to see that. And because I personally, I made the same mistake. So I am trying to <laughs> help people not to do the same thing. Okay, go get in the presence of God and find out what he wants you to do. Look, I don't have it all figured out. I still have my days where I am like still like, because I'm desperate for an yes. intervention, I'm you still go like, okay, something. go, yeah, I still go do something because I'm listening to somebody say, oh, do this. But it's a work in progress. Yes. And I just, I, like, that's why we're doing this to let you know that it's a work in progress, but it takes relationship. Yeah. Um, you know, one thing that I want to, I'll give you an example. I want to use to buttress the point that we're making. I used to be, well, probably still am one of those people who are like you go to church and you know like you have a guest pastor comes in and he says i need somebody i need 20 people I just now knew she was going oh, there you know me you know me <laughs> i need 20 people right now to come in and and sow a seed of a thousand dollars i'm gonna be the first person sitting down there rolling my eyes and be like Dude, you have a million dollars in your account. I'm not going <laughs> to give you my penny $1,000 that I need to use to probably buy a ticket to go somewhere and enjoy myself to give you to build your riches. But then you see everybody keep going out, right? And they're also Christians, right? right. Who are like, oh my gosh, he said $1,000. I have been looking for this contract. Mm -hmm. I've been wanting this job. <clears throat> Excuse me. I want this job, so I'm going to go sell the $1,000. But you look at your bank account, you ain't got it. Girl, you better make sure that the Holy Spirit told you to do that. Exactly. Not just go carry your money and give them. You just go, you just wasted your money. But what if you don't have the money? Then you go borrow or you go take from your credit card. You get that is wrong. And then you go and do that. The Holy Spirit, the Lord would not tell you to go borrow. Exactly. Or to go put yourself in debt to um, sow a seed. Exactly. Let me say that again. The Lord would not tell, <laughs> tell you, to, you to go borrow or get yourself in debt. So go sow a seed. Yes. Continue. But I'm one of those people who are like, I'm not doing this, right? Mm -hmm. Until I had the Lord tell me, like, Lola, I need you to do this. And then I didn't because mm -hmm. I went home and be like, Lord, look, 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 let's have this conversation. Because <laughs> if you know me, you know, I always like having conversations with the Lord because I'm like, look, you're telling me to do this. But that $1,000 already has a name. And the name is skiing in Denver. So if I give this money to this guy, what are you going to give me for this trip? Or what are you going to give me for this? Right? And that's just me. That's how my relationship with God has grown. But other people who go through the same process, who are new believers, are like, okay, the pastor says 20 people. I must be one of those 20 people because this is what I'm asking right. for. And mm -hmm. so you go, like NSS. You borrow and then you sow the seed and you wait one month, mm -hmm. two months, five years, and your thousand dollars just went poof down the drain. And then you start to consider like, okay, God is not a faithful God because I sowed a thousand dollars and he didn't do nothing for me. 
But God didn't tell you to sow the thousand dollars. You just wanted to make the pastor rich. So you did it. Right. So whatever you think that someone else is doing or whatever you see someone else do, I want you to always go back and ask the Lord, hey, I heard this and I was in the church, but I didn't feel a conviction. Right. Do you want me to I do like this that word, or conviction. not? Because if I don't feel convinced to do this, I ain't going to do it. Right. I'm not going to do it. But that's me personally, right? I have grown with the Lord to know that whenever I have people saying things like, oh, let's fast for 50 days, or there's a prayer session and it's at 1 a.m. in the morning, <laughs> we're praying for our children, we're praying for our businesses, and then you try really hard to wake up at one o'clock and then you don't get enriched. Because the don't grace get, is not there. Not just even the grace. Like you're listening to the person pray and you're not feeling led. Right. Right? You just close your eyes and go back to sleep. But most of us will force ourselves because we're like, oh, these people are there and he's mm. praying so hard. So but it's they, going it, to work for me. And it's because, you know, we are so desperate for a divine intervention. Like that's just really what it is. Just and ask. it makes me it makes me sad when I think about it because people are in desperate situations and they are willing to do anything. Do anything um I mean anything good, like anything that the man or woman of God said to do because mm -hmm. they just want um God to intervene um in their situation. And it's kinda like um let me use Africa for example. Um you know, there's a lot of um, prophets and men and women of God who have abused the church system. But unfortunately, you would ask yourself, like you would start judging those people who would carry their money and their last, you know, these people are suffering, but they would take their last penny and to and, and go give to these uh, preachers and pastors that are promising them, oh, if you bring this, you get this holy water or you get this anointing oil that would do this or, you know, stuff like that. So all these false um, prophets and apostles. But I don't judge those people because they are desperate for um, a breakthrough. They yes. are desperate for God to intervene. So they are doing all these things not because they are dumb or not because, oh, you, you know, you think, oh, y'all don't have any sense. Like, come on, you should know that he's lying or all of that. But when you find yourself in that situation, and I'm speaking from personal experience, like at the beginning of my wilderness, I was willing to do any and everything. Every penny I had, I, like, I'm willing to like give it away. Like I was showing it into my life. <laughs> but, go ahead. but you know, um, just because I was really desperate for God yeah. to intervene, but as my relationship yes. grew with the Lord, don't get me wrong, I can still sacrifice. It's called a sacrificial seed. Oh, yeah. However, Definitely. I do that after I am led or convicted that this is what God wants me to do. Yeah. You know, it's not just based now. It's no longer based on, oh, this um, preacher, this man said, this minister said to do this. No, now it's based on my relationship, like yeah. Lord, you know. And I feel like God honors that. You oh, know, anything does. you do out of intimacy, out of relationship, <clears throat> oh, yeah. he honors that because he knows that even if you get it wrong, if at least you are coming from a place of intimacy where you say, Lord, I thought this was what you said. Yeah, and he, he's always faithful right? right? in those situations. Right. Right. Like Anna said, don't be desperate. Don't be so desperate to follow the masses or to follow whatever pastor or friend mm -hmm. or deacon or deaconess says to do. 
you take your desperation to the Lord. Right. I have done this so many times. There's so many times when I've been so desperate and I'm like, you know what, Lord, I am done. I'm like, if you want, kill me today. Like I, right. I am so done with this. I don't even know I, whatever you want to do, man, go mm -hmm. ahead. Right. I don't care anymore. Right. Mm -hmm. But my relationship has grown with him to where I can go to him and say, you know what? I'm done. Go ahead, Lord. Whatever you want to do, I'll handle. I, I will take it. You right. want to kill me? Go ahead. That's total surrender. Exactly. <laughs> and that's where the desperation comes, right. right? I wouldn't go to go online and be like, okay, what is this pastor saying right now? If I'm led to go to YouTube or to listen to a Christian message mm -hmm. and I feel led and I do it and whatever comes out of that, I go ahead and do I get peace from that. Exactly. That's what I was about to say that it's all about peace. Don't feel forced. Don't feel bad. Like yes. if you start feeling bad um, about not sowing a seed or not doing that fast or not joining in that corporate fast or whatnot, when you start feeling bad, like a bad person, like, oh my gosh, that means God doesn't love me. He wouldn't love me anymore. He wouldn't answer. That's the devil. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like if you start feeling that way or feeling con uh, condemned for not doing something, that is the devil. You should never feel condemned. The Holy Spirit yes. convicts. He does yeah. not condemn. And I'll tell you. And let peace. Sorry, exactly. just real quick. Let peace um, reign. Let peace your... lead you. And to buttress what she was saying, you know, the devil will condemn you for not doing something. But the Lord, like Anna says, can convicts you, right? If right. the Lord wants you to do something, let me give you what he does to me. He'll keep saying it over and over and over and over and over. If you can hear my voice, over and over <laughs> and over to where I'm just like, okay, Lord, like seriously. Mm -hmm. And then he will find different ways. My husband, my friend, to confirm it. Right. Even if I'm like, Lord, this is not you. He's like, oh, but someone said this. And you're like, oh, Lord, really? I don't want to. He's like, I need you to do it. But I don't right. want to. I need you to do it. You're going to do this because yes. you believe me. I need you to be obedient, obedient. to me. Right. And that's what the Lord does. He doesn't look at you and say, oh, I told you, Lola, to do this and you didn't do this. All right, all right, all right. You are a devil. You are going to hell. Oh, no. You are not my child anymore. Uh, I hate you. But that's not the Lord. Right. Even his conviction is it's in love. A place of love. Correct. Yeah. And, you know, it just reminded me of um, the one time where... I believe that I, I had a thought and I thought it was my own thinking, but turns out it was the Holy Spirit leading me to go buy donuts for some construction workers that She's were never bought me donuts <laughs> before. by construction workers by the roadside close to my neighborhood. And for the longest time I kept like, Oh no, that's not the Lord. Oh no, I didn't hear that. No, that makes oh, no well, sense. You go to like, construction workers. Yes. Like, like you know it does not relate to what i'm believing in god for what but like you out exactly but like you know you said like lola said it's just like over and over and over you kept you keep hearing it no matter how much you try to yeah it just keeps poking and poking. Yes. Hey, remember facebook nowadays do they're poking, poking? <laughs> <laughs> but 
But you know, with Facebook, you can only poke once. But the Lord doesn't poke once. He like continuously poke, poke, poke. Until I finally did it. It's a long story, but until I finally did it, and then I felt that peace. And then that is like, as soon as I did it, the voice stopped. Like that nudging, that poking constantly just stopped. Everything just stopped. Like I was like, oh my goodness. You know what? Seriously, it took me this long (laughs) to do this. I could have got peace a long time ago. But I think that it's something that you have to realize, right? Mm -hmm. You don't follow people out of desperation. Right. right? Oh, yes. You only do what the Lord is telling you to do. Mm -hmm. And when he's telling you to do something, he always confirms his word. So always. And if you feel like you don't have confirmation, ask him for it. Always. Yeah. Continuously asking, right? So once you get that confirmation, then you go ahead and you do it. Right. And only then will he add to you. Yes. Only then will he show you the reason why he told you to do this, right. right? Only then will you realize that, okay, I have done what the Lord has told me to do and I have peace. And every situation that you're having issues with, most times you get a sense of peace mm-hmm. because you know that the step he told you to take you have done it. Don't be like me that tries to negotiate because right. I seem to love to negotiate with the Lord, especially when he tells me to do certain things that I really do not want to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I have learned over the years that even though you don't want to do it, whenever I have done it and I've been obedient, I have always gotten the fruit at the end of the day. Right. So bottom line is, it's all about intimacy and yep. relationship. Don't go chasing after somebody else's um, formula, if I can yes. say it that way, of, of how God um, broke through from for them or how God came about. Mm-hmm. And also you as a Christian, be careful of how you act or what you tell other people or yeah. advise other people to do. If anything... Just send them back to the presence of God. And if ever you feel like someone is saying, look, like there's a haste. Like if you don't do this right now, right now, right now, God is not going to work. Nope. Stop it. Not even with just money or sowing a seed. Like with anything. If they feel, if they're telling you that you got to do it right now, right now, right now, or God is not going to act. Like if you don't do it right now, then you miss that opportunity for God to act. Don't do it okay god yes he's not in a rush yeah like we said in one other podcast like a thousand years is like a day to god god does not rush his timing is always perfect okay so hopefully you guys enjoyed this podcast Mm -hmm. uh just always remember what works for lola does not work for enna what works for enna does never ever works for lola what works for us well because ever 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 for lola okay your relationship with god See, I'm a negotiator. You're not. No, I'm so. not. See, see, I'm the obedient daughter. If we're oh, twins, if wow. we're siblings, I would Shrek be shame, the the, fa- the parents' favorite because she I am just, so she obedient. Just <laughs> she just Bye, guys. Have a good day. Enjoy. See y'all later. Toodles. Bye. Bye.